lovely. Oh, hello. Hello. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Good times. Man. What a good day it's been already. Yeah, it has been a productive day so far. I mean, I'm not going to have any spoilers. But no, no spoilers. It's a special treat. Special yeah, treat. We have for a special everyone. treat coming this week. Um, so we just got done doing that. Got my juices flowing. Yeah, you are um, quite juicy. Just, I can tell. Just full of juice. That's um, a lot. So yeah, so uh, it's been a a, a good week. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm I'm gonna take a moment out to congratulate uh the oldest little uh dazzle. Uh, he is uh he took second place in uh uh the regional. And uh, now he is uh, going to state. Yay! Uh, you want to say what sport? Wrestling. <laughs> well, you yeah. didn't. I know, but well, I mean, I, 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 I mean, I thought I, I don't know if I talked about it before. Could be ice, ice fucking. I mean, I excelled at ice fucking when I was growing up. Yeah. But you know, some would say I'm kind of something of an athlete. So <laughs> something, I'm something of an athlete something, myself. Something of an athlete. Um, so that was exciting. Uh, I'm not really super stoked to go to the meth capital of Illinois, but, um, you mean Gary, Indiana, Illinois. Yeah. The meth capital of Illinois, Gary, Indiana. No, uh, I would like, beg uh, like, to differ. It's like Pootie Tang said, uh, that little town right outside of uh, Gary, Indiana, Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's Rockford. Oh, good. So That'll be fun. I can't believe that has more meth than like, it's pretty bad out there down I, South. I've been down there before. And, uh, I had a friend in college that, uh, uh, lived in Rockford, and I would go out there to visit her and uh, smoke meth. And uh, yeah, there was a lot of meth, just little meth just floating around, meth shanties. Mm. And everybody drove a car that looked like it came out of Tokyo Drift, <laughs> like a, like a like a like a ninety four. Well, you have to uh, you have to remember Civic. when you were in college, it was like we were knee deep in Fast and the Furious yeah. mania. Yeah, it was. Everybody's driving a a fucking yeah. Honda Civic with. Underglow. Yeah, underglow. I was just going to yep. say, I call them goofy underlights. <laughs> and, That's and not the technical term. Whatever. And it was, it's, uh, it was a bad time. So, um, so yeah, so uh, that, that, that's good. Um, we were going to, I was going to continue on uh, with the, uh, the last, uh, uh, kind of a small part two. Not going to spend too much time on it because uh, I wanted to get to some, some other stuff. But, uh, um, you know, I came to another realization. Um, this this past week and uh well i don't want to say i came to realization but uh i wanted to give my viewpoint on something that um and i wanted your take on it i have have kind of um always maintained that as a chemical response love exists but i don't believe in love as it's told in fairy tales and and facebook posts and memes and stuff like i don't think there's like a soulmate i don't think there's one person for everybody and in 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 most most regards i i i understand why monogamy just doesn't work a lot of times now i'm not saying that it can't work and i'm not saying that people can't be monogamous but I think there's a lot to be said for there's a reason why 90-something percent of all, of all animals on this planet, there's, like, a fucking handful that are monogamous. I think, like, penguins. 
I, I think, think swans might swan, be. You might be right with, right with swans. Maybe you know, it's not penguins. Oh, I think a lot of them are avian species that are monogamous yeah. for the most part. Everything else is kind of just a just a procreate, stick spread it, spread that seed, right? Yeah. I mean, that's why most mammals have bones in their dicks. You it's know, true. it's like it doesn't matter if you're ready or not, or it's like we're doing this. I tried. I tried sticking a uh, a chicken bone in mine. It didn't work. Yeah. No. <sighs> um. Didn't work. So, um, you know, I then I just took a bunch of chicken bones and tied it around it and pretended <laughs> like I was a, a witch doctor, like, like a like a chicken bone uh, dick stint. I called the witch doctor. He wrapped it on his dick. <laughs> I called the witch doctor. He had chicken prick. Um. So, uh, you know, because when people come to me and they they you know I hear about other people's relationship problems, which I you know a lot of. A lot of my friends, past and present, you know, always, you know, oh, God, blah, blah, blah. Well, I think if, if anyone gets uh, a good idea of, you know, what's going on in other people's lives, it's the uh, part-time uh, local dive bar karaoke DJ. Yes. You get a, you get a, a wide window into the, into uh, the, the, go, the goings-on, yeah, of, of your, those closest to you. But also, I'll say, is that I think people realize that uh, I have also seen my fair share of things. Oh, yes. So um, I, I have a, my own personal opinion, and I have insight on a lot of different situations. And, you know, a lot of things that always come up is, like, you know, this—, this in, uh, like infidelity in general and, and, and things like that, which I have been on the uh, reciprocating end of. And, you know, it's, uh, but, but I'm never, I'm never surprised by it. Like whenever somebody goes, you know, oh, didn't you know so-and-so cheated on what? And I'm, most people, what? And see, I don't do that. Like I'm not, I, I go, okay. Because I get, I get that monogamy is such a foreign concept. I mean, it's only realistically monogamy has only really been a thing for the past, you know, few few hundred years. You know, in our life cycle, you know, it, we would back in the day we'd have many wives or relationships, and even before that, you know, it was just a fuck for all. You know, we need- we're talking about actuality, not as the. Uh... The, going by you know the Old Testament and the and right. the New Testament. Yeah, no, I'm not talking about that. Okay, you know, but uh, even from early days of going from the beginning of early days of man to you know a couple hundred years ago when it was it you just when the life expectancy was 35 or younger, you had to make the most of it. Every make every nut count. Yeah, and I'm not saying it was a good thing, but yeah, you know, the 14 year old girls were were taken by older men, and and but but those those are the, the type of things that allowed the the uh, procreation and the continuant of our species. And then obviously, as as, as uh, times changed and modernized and things. Then monogamy was kind of started to come into play because it wasn't so much we need to con- we I mean we always need to continue the species that's always going to be in our brain but it became less about that and more about just finding somebody and being with that person sure so with that being said um, see I feel like we went we veered well no it it ties back because it um. Y- I just wanted to make a baseline that uh, monogamy is for me. Um, I've, I, I practice it, 
you know, I'm not, I don't cheat on my significant others, but I also understand why people do cheat. But the thing that, 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 that I wanted to, to, to touch on is that love in and of itself, you know, I, I don't believe that it, I, I, I believe it as a chemical reaction. I believe in your, in your body, in your brain, you find this person that, that does certain things and set certain triggers where you're like, okay, well, I love this person. It's a different kind of love than like a love for a child or a love for a family member. Um, but it is still, it is still there. It's, it's a thing. So I believe in love. Do you think that, that love, even though it's a different feeling, do you think that love with, you know, between for your children or for your family members, is that also not just a chemical and, and behavioral uh, trait, you know, instilled in you and say, you know, you need to ensure that your, your spawn lives on and you need to protect your, you know, those that are like you, your clan, your family, whatever it is. You know, coming from coming from ancient times where, you know, it, warring clans with each other or, you know, hunter gatherer society where your family, I mean, your inborn uh, need and and um, inborn want to make sure your bloodline and your spawn lives on and survives and succeeds. Like, could some of that be attributed back to that? I think it runs deeper because. I think even the worst parent in the world who treats their children like dog shit and is the worst human being, there is still a part of them that loves their child. Well, that's what I'm saying is that, that the part in that scenario, what I'm saying is that that part would, would be explained by um, that, that inborn it's in your DNA that right. you, you should further the species. Right. And your yeah. furtherance of the species is your child. And so you have to, it's on some level, on some inborn animal primal level, have some level of protection and care. And that is what we define and we translate that feeling to mean love. Yeah, but I, but I don't think it's something so much as like a chemical reaction that's happening like i don't think i think it's it's deeper than that when it's like your children or your family like your parents or something like that like you could hate your parents they could be the worst parents in the world but there's still a part of you whether it be ingrained or you know uh, it, it's just deeper than seeing somebody that sets certain check boxes for you and makes you feel a certain way because i think a lot of people you you could come across a lot of people that will do that and can do that, but there's nobody that can do that on a parental level or a ch children's level. Well, yeah, right? I think I, I think at least in my mind, I find that you know I can reconcile those two things together. Like, yeah, of course, someone else isn't going to fall into the category of your your bloodline and your DNA, so it's not going to you don't have that same instinct. Right. For for someone outside of your immediate bloodline. Whereas within your immediate bloodline, you have that instinct built into you for thousands of years that you need to ensure that your line continues. And so I'm not I'm not saying that I'm not 
uh, d- d- arguing with you about it. I'm saying that I think what you're saying and what I'm saying, at least in my mind, kind of fit together. Yes. I, and I'll say that that exact thing has posed many challenges for me um, in relationships because I have two children. So because I have two children, it, it's it's always been for most of my dating life. I mean, I had my kids when I was in my, you know, I was barely 20. Um, and I had my kids and it, for most of my dating life, it's like, okay, well, I have to find somebody that is okay with, um, me having children. And it's not like I, I expect anybody to, you know, um, step into a mother role or be someone, but at the same time, it's hard because, and I'm not, and I get it. I've always understood it. I've never been like, what? It's, 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 it's hard for somebody to step into a a role where it's like, okay, I really care about this person or, or, you know, want to date this person, but it's not just this person. Yeah. Like it's, it's understanding that out the gate, out the gate, you have to understand you're never going to be my number one ever. Yeah. Like you, you have to take a back seat. Things happen. Life happens. And, and. Yeah, it's always that has always been a struggle for me, especially early on. I mean, I dated somebody for three years and she didn't tell her family I even had kids for like until like two years or two and a half years in. It was crazy. Well, you were just the uh, the IT guy for a long time. Well, yeah. Yeah, the IT, uh, the, you know, the IT guy's coming over to the house uh, just to, to fix a thing. Yeah. He's, he, he's he's gonna stay around for a couple hours yeah he's gonna he's got a thing he's fixing so yeah i mean i've i've but it it's it was always a struggle and um it kind of leads into the other thing where you know uh and it, i don't really talk about it a lot but i always give uh mrs dazzle more more credit in that area is like you know being significantly younger than me I I don't want to say significantly, but you know, like six, seven, eight years younger. You know, you, you're you're in the prime when you're in the prime of your life, and you're willing to, you know, go and date somebody who's got a lot of life lived already. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I I wouldn't I wouldn't refer to your children this way, but some would refer to it as baggage. Yeah, baggage completely. Now the 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 only good thing about it is that it's not like I have two toddlers. Right. I mean exactly. my kids are and pretty self sufficient. And and you don't have them, you know you know you have them two out of seven versus five out of seven. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like it's not like, yeah, every single day is gonna be we're getting up, we're going to school, we're coming home, right. we're doing homework. Once they're in bed, I'll maybe spend an hour or two with you and then, you know, the weekend. It's you know, so it's yeah, yeah, it's it's been it's And uh, I'm not saying it's I'm not trivializing how hard it must be cuz I can't imagine. Um but that that leads me to like a question that I I have, not that you'll be able to answer it necessarily, but uh so my my wondering is do you think that a young woman is more apt uh or more willing to date an older guy who has a couple of kids versus a younger guy? dating not older as in not like cougar territory but you know similar age range where they're talking like 26 for the younger and 33 for the older do you think a 
young woman is more likely a 26 year old woman is more likely to date a 33 year old man who has two kids versus a 26 year old man dating a 33 year old woman who has two kids. And maybe it's because I just don't know many guys who've dated girls who already have kids. Um, so I, I don't know. <clears throat> I think women are, are more, well, see, there's a lot of, there's a lot of variables there. It, I think it depends. I think there's a lot of things that that depends on. Like, and like I said, I'm not, I'm not saying you have the magic answer here. I was just curious because it, it just occurred to me. I think, I think at face value, I think not knowing anything about the, the, the people involved, I would say that, that women, younger women are more likely to date an older man with kids. But again, it, it, it you have to look at what, where is, what, what is his situation? Like, where is he at in life? You mm-hmm. know, if you've got, if it's a guy who's like, you know, not doing the best or, you know, because women ultimately are always, they're just looking for somebody to, um, you know, they, they, they want to find the best suitor, right? Like, like someone who's going to be able to provide, um, be, have some, somewhat of a moderate success. However you value success, everybody values that differently, but, you know, and, and other things that, that, you know, like what, what does this person have to offer? Not knowing anything, I think that just the fact that he's older, women are more drawn to older men, and I think men are more drawn to younger women. But that's not to say that a man can't be drawn to an older woman with kids. All depends on her situation. I guess I just never, I've, I have more, I've heard more of the former rather than the latter. And maybe that's just because I've been friends with you forever. Well, so I will tell you a story. When I was, I was, how old was I? 85, 90, 78, 90, 90, 90, 90. <laughs> I'm I, I can get math. my abacus. If uh, I don't think I was, I, maybe I was around 18. Maybe. Somewhere around there. I was working at uh, 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 Sears, Sears Roebuck on the dock. And I'm pretty sure I'd graduated high school. I, I don't know. I might have been a senior or somewhere around there. I know I had broken up, or well, she broke up with me, my high school girlfriend. We 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 split, and uh, I started kind of seeing this girl that I worked with, but she worked in the photo department. So uh, this is a cute little story. <laughs> she she knew who I was, but I had no idea who she was. And I guess she had seen me around the dock or whatever, mm-hmm. sweating. And you know, your, yeah, with dude. your man, your work, your work, your manly those, work gloves. Those were the 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 golden days. Mm. Like those were the, oh man. But anyway, <clears throat> you know, unloading trucks. Knees felt great. I had had oh, like new were... knees, a new back. My whole just, body was young, made of rubber. My whole body was just just yeah. fine tuned. Yeah. And uh, you know, she came Perm- just a permanent erection. <laughs> All the time. Just all the time. All the, time. all the time. She had come down to the dock and asked, uh, now mind you, the, the dock consisted of me, two guys that were pushing 65. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my buddy, uh, I won't say his name, but my buddy at the time that I went to high school, he got me the job. Um, so he, we, he was my age. And then uh, 
the uh, our our warehouse manager or whatever, and she was just a fat dyke looking chick. So anyway, so photo photo uh, place girl, the Sears photo department comes down and goes, uh, "Hey, does anybody want to help out and pose for pictures that we can take that we can put as a display outside of the department?" And it's gonna be like they're themed photos. <laughs> Obviously, uh, you know nobody nobody volunteered. I was like, "Yeah, I'll do it. Sure, why not?" So she was like, "Okay, cool." So so we go up, and uh, I had to wear like overalls with nothing underneath, sure. and a piece of straw out of my mouth. And she she wore this like like little southern bell dress with like the um, the parasol and stuff i i smell an elaborate hoax that's <laughs> so, that's what i smell so so i was like okay so what do you want me to do she's like all right well you gotta you know get in close and you know put your foot up on this box and, and then we'll i was like sure yeah so we pose we take the picture and then uh and then uh she she gave me like a, a printout or whatever and then uh she was talking to me, and she's like, yeah, you know, I've seen you around. I was like, yeah, cool, whatever. She's like, hey, maybe you want to do something sometime. I was like, yeah, sure, whatever. Like, I, I was oblivious. I didn't get it <laughs> at the point, at that point. So then she did. She made a little display with, like, a 8 by 11 or whatever, and then some small ones and, you know, with the signage, like, yeah, come get a fucking whatever photo. So then I go downstairs, and I'm talking to, to my my friend, that I worked with and he was like uh so uh how'd that go and I was like no it went well it was like he's like so like you guys like you know gonna gonna go do something or I was like I had no idea what he was talking about I was like you really think she wanted to come down here and ask if a bunch of fucking old (laughs) guys with fucking gray mouth wanted to go take pictures he's like she clearly came down here so you can go take pictures I was like really he was like, well, she knows I know because he knew her and he was dating who he's now been married to for like 10 years. The One of the girls that worked in like the, the signage or whatever department. So everybody knew they were dating. So he's like, she didn't come down here for me. He's like, why do you think I didn't say, yeah, I would do it? I was like, oh, <laughs> that makes sense. I was like, why am I the only guy? Go, yeah, sure. I'll go not work and for a while and, you know, dress up. So I went back later. I talked to her, and we decided to do something. Okay, so let's fast forward. So the 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 one time I went actually went to see her at her house. Now, I go to her house. Before that, we'd had like a couple little dates. I go to her house, and she has a, she has a kid, okay? A little – he had to been less than two. And he's like – and I'm like, whoa, I didn't know. She didn't tell me. She's like, yeah, you know, I don't really tell people. I just, you know. And I was like, so you really thought, like, me showing up to your house <laughs> with a fucking baby in a high chair was going to be, like, the best way to, to, to let me know? Like, oh, hey, by the way. And his name was the same as my name. He got so, a daddy name for us, too? Yeah. So <laughs> the 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 the... So I, I, I wonder. Was, I wonder if she changes his name based on whoever she's dating. Maybe, maybe I don't know. But it was it kind of creeped me out a little bit because I'm a young kid. Like I'm, you know, barely eighteen, and and this girl is whatever. And she was kind of weird. <laughs> but um, 
but yeah, so I'm 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 I'm, I'm kind of like, hey baby, like <laughs> you know, it's cool. It's, hey baby, me. Hey baby, and then uh, he kept he kept calling me Dada, oh, and I was like, bye. I was like, yeah. I'm not doing this. This kid obviously is confused. Yes, and has no idea and. She said, well, she's like, you're the only one that's ever come. And I was like, okay. I'm sorry. So for our first, not even a date, I wouldn't call that. But our first encounter, I'm the only one who's met him. And this is the first time that I've met, that I've come to your house. Yeah. Cool. And and, and and, that's that's good. And the the kids call me Dada. Good signs. All good signs. Noped it the fuck right out. So- I've been in that situation where she was older. She was 20, 23, 24. So she was older, not super old, but old enough to have a small child. And um, it was it was weird. I couldn't I, – there's no way I could have handled that. So I think if the tables were turned – well, not tables were turned, but if we fast forward and it was me when I was 25, let's say I didn't have any kids – and there, I met like a thirty-year-old woman who had two kids. It the, it might have been different, sure. you know. So I think a lot of things come into play. But generally speaking, I think a younger woman would would date an older man with kids. Then, because I think a lot of women are just more paternal, maternal, or maternal. I'm sorry, <laughs> maternal. I, I I think they're more maternal. I mean, some can be paternal. I'm not putting them in a box. Yeah, yeah. But assuming they're eternalness eternalness eternity yeah Yeah. eternity i'm not assuming your eternity but i think that they're more maternal so they'd be more open to something why isn't there a destination paternity like i'd like some paternity clothes that'd be cool (laughs) why not i'm wearing pants i'm i'm wearing paternity pants yeah i'm wearing well i mean my stretchy pants are sort of my paternity (laughs) my paternity pants um so yeah, I think I think that's. But again, actually, destination paternity would literally just be like booze and paternity tests. Yep, that's it. It's the two things that they sell. Cigars. Ah, oh, cigars. Sorry, you're right. So I think you know, in the situation with me, my little ones, uh, Mrs. Dazzle, she, it. I think it was really hard for her at first. And I always understood that, but I think as time has gone on, I think it's been less of an issue. I think she's 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 okay with it, you know. And I think another the, the other weird. I mean, it's like if I started dating a a thirty six year old and she had, you know, like an eighteen year old daughter. I think I think that would be that would weird me out. Yeah, you know, what if I dated a thirty six year old? You know, because I'm only 33. Right. What if I dated a 36-year-old and she has a, a 21-year-old daughter? She had her when she was 15. That would be kind of weird. Yeah. So, you know, my kids being a, a bit older and me being older, obviously, I think it, it it's a lot harder. It's It's easier because they're not babies and you don't have to, like, be be a mother sure figure but it's harder because it's like this kid's only nine years younger than me (laughs) like this kid when this kid's 21 i'm gonna barely be 30 that's what she's thinking 
I mean, uh, the oldest Dazzle is going to be uh, 12. Yeah, I know. So she'll be, she'll be my age when he's 21. Sweet. And you know what? Some people date with that big of a gap. And that's, the, that's where the weirdness comes in. Yeah, that would be weird. So I get it. I'm not saying I don't get it. So it, it, but it's been, it's been a lot easier, um, lately. Let me ask you this. Now that they're getting older, have you ever talked to them about it? About just. About how they, how they feel about like, you know, different, different people that you've dated or how they feel about, uh, Mrs. Dazzle. Sometimes. Um, the last relationship was rough for them. Like. That was that was tough for them because they really cared a lot for her, and even to this day, they'll bring something up from way back when, you know. And I'm like, okay, yeah, kid, kid, kids can be mean yeah, in, that, they, in well, that way that only kids can be, right? Like completely innocent, but like, you know, hey, do you remember that time we went to blah 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 with blah blah blah? You know, where that was that? was so much yeah. fun. What? That was the most fun I've ever yeah, had. Yeah, remember when we went? While so... Mrs. Dazzle's sitting there. Yeah, no. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that they, they do. The last one was rough. I, I think that, realistically, anytime I've ever talked about it, I, I just get the sense and the feeling that they they really don't care. Like, I mean, they don't care. Okay. That's what, that's what, I mean, you would, you would know better than anybody. That's why I'm asking. Yeah. You, I mean, I think that they like, they like Mrs. Dazzle, um, likes Mrs. Dazzle. Oh shit. Oldest Dazzle. Mark it down. That's the first one in, <laughs> in a long, long time. Long time. <laughs> uh, o- oldest, uh, Dazzle, uh, little Dazzle. He, uh, he, he likes her. Uh, he, he talks about her. Uh, youngest Dazzle. He does, but. He's he's very uh youngest dazzle is very passive. Like he could care less. Like it it doesn't it doesn't affect him. So you know, and I try not to be I try not to bring you know I've dated a lot in my life. I I, I don't really let them interact unless I know that it's something that is going to be a long-term thing so yeah, and i knew i knew it was gonna be i mean the thing about to circle back to 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 the love thing is that there was a certain there's a certain period for me see i have a very definitive like time when i was like okay i really care about this person is the moment that i feel comfortable and I'm okay with her coming around my children. That's the moment where I'm like, okay. Cause there's this thing that, that goes off in your brain where it's like, you're in like parent mode, like most of the time. And you're like, you want to shield them and, and uh, protect them. And you don't want them to get close to somebody if they're not going to be around. So it's like, you know, you keep a distance. And then once it, it, it turns into like a, you think about it and you're like, yeah, I would really like this person to meet, uh, you know, little dazzles. I think that for me is like a, a, a telltale sign that, okay, this is, this is obviously something that's going to be, um, long-term hopefully. 
and so far it has. <clears throat> so for me, it was it was less about like a moment or uh, like a date or uh, you know a thing that happened. It was more about that moment. Although I will say that the the I think on the other side of that, I do know a, a very specific time when um i kind of i kind of got that that feeling and uh where were we i think we were out we were we were, we were out to eat and i think we were getting sushi and i just remember cuz that's that's the thing is i i i'm very bad at remembering s- specific things i just i remember feelings and i remember sitting and and we were we were eating and we were talking and I just, it was something that just, I was like, yeah, this is good. I like this. This is, uh, this is exactly what I wanted. Because when I was looking for, you know, when I was in the dating world, you know, I, I didn't really know what I wanted after the last relationship. Because every time I, I get into a relationship, I always compare it to the last relationship. And anybody that says you shouldn't do that is wrong. <laughs> Anybody that says you shouldn't do that, it's like, no, you don't get the dry erase board and dry the, dry, dry the last one off and be like, all right, well, now we got a fresh board. Let's just, no, every, every, every relationship's a learning experience and you take the good with the bad and then you try to find somebody that has the good and doesn't have the bad. And then you weed it down until you get to that person that's like, okay, we, we've made it. We've got yeah. 90% of what I want. There's a good chance we won't murder each other. Yes. And, you know, better I, than average. Anyway, I think every relationship you get a little something more and you learn a little more and you get get experience and you don't want to repeat the same mistakes. So that's why when I get into a relationship and I see like signs and hints of things that have tormented me in the past, a lot of people will be like, well, you can't, you know, hold something from your last relationship. Again. It's like, that's not what I'm doing. I'm noticing a pattern or something that I don't like and mm-hmm. no, I don't like because I've been through it. So that that's a problem. But, you know, for the most part, I think I think you try to try to get to that get to that level where you've learned enough and you've rounded yourself enough where. Ooh, God, I'm so stuffy. You are very gooey today. So we've also been been at this for like two hours so far. Yeah, so. yeah. The uh, the special treat. Yeah, the special treat. So yeah, I mean, I think I think so far I've I've gotten to a point where, you know, I'm 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 happy with the way it it went because I didn't expect it. I didn't expect this relationship that I'm in to go to go to where it's gone. I had no expectations going into it. I didn't cuz I've learned not to not not to have expectations. I just go with it. Well, can I you can I'll tell this story and you can tell me if I need to cut it afterwards, but Okay. We there was a period of time where before you and Mrs. Razzle started dating, but you had begun talking um where you were you were talking with her and you're like we're talking about different stuff and I'm like, dude, why are you like, what? She doesn't seem like, doesn't seem like she's interested, man. She like, you, you, she, you had told me that she wasn't sure if 
she wanted to jump into a relationship or something like that. And, and yeah. you were telling me like, no, no, this is, you know, I, I, this is the girl that I want to, I, I want to be with. So I'm going to keep trying. And, and, you know, you basically told me that like, no, that this is you're you're going to keep trying and, and, and basically see if you could convince her to give you a shot at a relationship. Correct. Because you guys had been talking for for a while, and you guys had had hung out and things like that, but you know it was it was she was a little more apprehensive to to actually enter into a serious relationship than you were about it, and you were telling me that you were going to be persistent. Yes, yeah, no, that's absolutely true. Actually, I'll I'll give you the 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 long short story, uh, or well, the listeners, you know the story. Um, I met her at a local. Uh, establishment um but i but i had actually matched with her on a dating app and we talked and she was at the establishment and i saw her and then i was talking to her on the I was app say, i think i was there for that you were there i think she was sitting right behind me yeah she was like right there and then i went up and i started talking to her and whatever now mind you uh all of the all of the check boxes in terms of like a dating app were 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 checked. You know, she gave me her number first, and then well, hey, why don't I give you your number? Okay, yeah, sure, whatever. And we talked, and you know, I would go, and you know, we would we would we would both go to the establishment and whatever, and then like it's a methadone clinic. For yeah, it's who's it is curious. Uh, and then for two weeks, she ghosted me ish it might have been longer but it definitely wasn't less than two weeks now me at the time i don't care it didn't bother me you know i was actually seeing somebody else i was talking to somebody else it wasn't like it wasn't exclusive talking right she'll tell you the same thing she was also talking to whoever you know yeah she won't like really divulge much about that, but <laughs> that's okay. But we can all assume. So, so then she ghosted me. Now it just so happens that when she ghosted me, um, I got rid of my my phone, my old phone, and then I was exclusively using uh that i the iPhone because I went from like a like a Galaxy to to yeah. something else, uh, an iPhone. Now, in doing that, I didn't take the time because I didn't care. I just, I didn't transfer any contacts over. Like, whatever was saved on my my profile from my old iPhone that was still in the iCloud transferred over, which happened to be all the the numbers that were necessary. But anything that was added, you know. I I think it was like a year in between, a year, year and a half in between. Anything added was was worthless. I didn't need. And if somebody messaged me or reached out to me. Your phone, who did? Yeah, exactly. Well, I go to the establishment, and I get messages that I don't recognize. And I'm like, uh, yeah, I don't know who this is. Like, I have a new phone. So, new phone, who does? And it was Ms. Dazzle, and she was pissed. She was pissed that I didn't have her number anymore. <laughs> she was pissed. Well, like, like, well, gee. <laughs> like I didn't keep it 
she she ghosted me for two weeks and that was enough for me to go i don't care like i don't care about this number to keep it obviously Mm -hmm. so then she i look around and i see her and i go up to her and then we start talking and she's all pissed off and i was like what the fuck do you want me to do like you you stopped talking to me and you're only talking to me now because i'm here in person and you knew i would probably see you anyway so whatever. So then we pick up where we left off. And then it was shortly after that, like very shortly after that, I just stopped talking to everybody else. It was just her. I remember. Yep. I was because we had that conversation. Because where... then we had a conversation where I was like, you know what? I'm gonna keep I'm gonna try with this one. Like these other people that, that, that are in my life are, you know, they're all right, but I'm Well, because there was somebody who was like very ready and willing to date you. Yes. Seriously. And there was two, it, well, two or three. Yeah. And, and, and we were, t- we were, we were sitting in your car at one point and I think we were coming home from work or something or something. And we're talking about it and you're like, no, I'm, I'm really going to try with this one. You know, I'm yeah. going to, I'm going to, well, there was something that, 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 that drew me to her. Well, that makes sense. I mean, if, if it's, that's, that's, and it's still going on right now. Right. And I'm pretty sure if I had taken a, taken the chance or, or no. gone with, there's no way no. those other any of those others would have lasted. Yeah, flashes in the pan. I think I think there is something to be said about I knew. I knew that there was something great about her, and I didn't know it at the time, but I'm not I'm not one to to have flash in the pan type relationships. I I do. I don't want to say I do my research. I do due that, diligence. Due is diligence. What I was going to say. Due diligence. I make sure I get to know a person. I make sure that person gets to know me, at least to a to a point where there's not something out of left field. You know, it's like, oh, hey, here's my baby in a high chair. Like, <laughs> you got to make sure that you do do your due diligence, and I usually do that with everybody uh, in the past that I've ever dated, and I usually date them for a long time because. There's there's that uh, a spark or something that 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 draws me like I'm drawn to people who are who are interesting and, you know, her and I, we may not have a lot of things in common. We we don't really like, you know, I'm I'm a conservative. She's a liberal. I, you know, I'm very heavy into to music and 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 art and comedy. And she's not I mean, not to say that she doesn't like a lot of those things, but but she that, that a lot of those things don't interest her but then you're also i mean you're also from different eras well that that's another thing i mean there's an age gap you know there's a lot of movies that i love that she's never even heard of there's a lot of bands that i really like that she's never heard of yeah but that's just an opportunity to share well that's share your again your, you know and and that's what we've done you your know interest. she she's expressed interest in learning the bass guitar bought her a bass guitar I don't think she's ever touched it, but that doesn't mean she isn't going to at one point. Um, I have faith. And she even told me the other day, she said, you know what? You should just let me take the take the bass home so I can start learning some stuff. I was like, hey, it's your bass. So if you want to take it home, I'll throw it in a case and you can take it home because she has an amp. She has an amp at home. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, perfect. She's, you know, a lot of the, the thing, the, the comedy specials that I write, that I watch, you know, like all these comedians that she may not have known she, she likes and she thinks they're funny and she's like friends with them, not friends with them, but she's like follows, follows them on them Instagram on and things, stuff. Yeah. And there's a lot of things that, that, you know, that 
I, I've I've been more open to to doing and and you know like she wants to have a um, a date night thing and and there's no way I would have ever done that before but yeah sure we can go drink wine and paint well or I, I think that that's that's you recognizing some of your former oh well yeah former sh- short flaws flaws, flaws short yeah. shortcomings so. um yeah so it's a lot of it is is learning and two two different you know, like, like era, I don't want to say eras, but we're, you know, two different people, but we come together to, to form like a yin yang kind of thing. And, you know, like sex lampreys. Yeah. Like sex lampreys. Yeah. And that's, that's one of the things that, you know, I don't, I don't know if she, she's ever known that I've ever, that I've ever told her. It's like, I like, I like the differences that we have because it makes us like, I could never, Okay, one of my, like, I don't want to call it celebrity crushes, but, you know, everybody has a list. I don't have a list. I just, like, the one person <laughs> on the face of this earth uh, yeah. that I am am wildly attracted to. Mel Torme. Is Mel Torme. <laughs> it, it's, it's Don Rickles. No. <laughs> it's it's uh, Sarah Bareilles. I've loved Sarah Bareilles as a musician and a person. I don't love her, you know, physically, but well, no, I mean, I think she's, she's very pretty, but musically, Mm -hmm. you know, um, artistry, lyrics, songs, everything. I love it. I could never date Sarah Bareilles. I agree with you. Well, I don't mean like, (laughs) I don't mean, (laughs) well, yes. I mean, take, <laughs> taking taking that out. The realm of possibility. Oh, we're of not talking about the realm of possibility. Yes. Okay, got it. We're talking talking as people. <laughs> hey, you never know. We can get internet famous. That's... This this could be out there for she could hear this. That's true. But but it could it would never work because we're we're too we're too. I don't want to say we're similar, but musically, like it would just it would be a competition. It would be a battle. It would wouldn't be fun for me. There isn't enough difference in, between the two of us at face value. I don't know her as a person, and for all I know, she could be a fucking weirdo and like weird shit. But in which a, case, in, <laughs> maybe that would change things. But <laughs> musically, see, I don't. I've never in my entire life ever dated someone musically. Like, like, do you know what I'm saying? Like somebody who. I've never dated someone who could play an instrument. I've never dated somebody who sang or any of those things because those aren't the things that attract me as a in a relationship. They attract me as a a person. Like Lady Gaga attracts me musically. Can I tell you that I'm I'm a little disappointed that she doesn't use her real name yet. Like when when yeah. when The Rock moved on to doing ser- as serious as The Rock can be. When he went on to doing more serious work, he stopped billing himself as The Rock, and it's Dwayne Johnson. She in the credits. Of well, that's because The Rock is a is a noun. <laughs> Lady Gaga is a it's a, is a, it's proper, a noun. proper noun. It's a person based at least. on what 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 the song from who? Uh, uh that's a Queen. Radio Gaga. Well, that's Radio Gaga. I know that's where she got her name. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, I, she named she named herself Lady Gaga off of that song. Okay. Anyway, um. 
Radio Google. Exactly. So I'm just saying that like she's she's transitioned into a much more. She's not wearing like meat dresses and face implants anymore. So yeah, but her her name isn't. Just people just don't know it. Stephanie Germanata. Yeah, people just don't know her name. <laughs> One person does. Well, what's funny about that is though the writing credits for Shallow. So I watched A Star Is Born yesterday. I haven't seen it, it was before. Good. Yesterday, it was good. Um, the writing credits for Shallow. It's in there as Stephanie Germanata, not Lady Gaga. But in the credits of the movie, it's in there as Lady think Gaga. Because La- Lady Gaga is not like an official name. It's just I know, like then why is I'm, I I'm think just, when you have to write something and copyright and other things, I think you have to have your real name in there. I don't. I'm just saying. I, I'm well, just saying. I, I would. I would. I will. I already appreciate her as a serious artist and actress and all of that. And I'm not saying that she isn't. What I'm saying is the next step. I think is ditching but the may- stage name. Maybe the difference between her and The Rock is that that's just one example. Is that The Rock that comes to The mind. Rock didn't like being called The Rock. Maybe oh. she prefers Lady Gaga. Maybe. I mean, I I can I only. Mean, it's a whole movie. The whole movie is about being yourself and being like, oh well, yeah, it was... being true to yourself. That's why she was so great. In she was great in it, but I anyway. It's like how Eminem doesn't go by Slim Shady anymore, and he hates the name Slim Shady. Yeah. Well, and maybe she will. And how he stopped dyeing his hair blonde, and how she in the movie said that she doesn't want to be a blonde. Well, maybe she's going to slowly train. I mean, Jesus, it's only been like a year. Like, it's been a year since she's really stepped out of the yeah. Lady Gaga persona. I'm just saying. Like it all starts. It all started with with a star is born. Watch, she's gonna do something else, and it's gonna be uh, Stephanie, Lady Gaga, Germana, and then it's gonna be. I'm just because that's what The Rock did. It was Dwayne The Rock Johnson, right? And then it was Dwayne Johnson, formerly known as The Rock, and then yeah, there's no more The Rock. Squiggly, formerly known as Dwayne Johnson, The Rock Johnson, Dwayne (laughs) of Rocksville. So yeah, I get it. I I but I don't know. I think that for her personally, I think she just I think the the Lady Gaga name is so synonymous with her style. Mm-hmm. So I think as a stage performer, it's kind of like Elton John. Elton that that's not his name. <laughs> yeah, but it's. it's Still Elton John today, like Lady Gaga, that's just what she associates with her music. And I think it's hard to cut that out when so many people. That's fair. As long as as it's if something that she really loves and wants to keep in place. Okay. Yeah. I haven't heard her say otherwise. I've yeah, I've never heard it brought up, but yeah, Uh, it's just one thing that I thought. And then I I mean, eventually it's it's going to be Lady Cooper. That's exactly <laughs> the next thing I was going to say. We can all hope for it to be Lady Cooper. Oh God, it's it's like Brangelina. Or it's St- like Stephanie Cooper. Oh, it's like oh, it's so perfect. They're so it perfect. Is. It really is. And and it's I've... like it, you're right. It's it's sort of the exact same thing as when the first time you watched Mr. and Mrs. Smith and you watched Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie's chemistry on screen, and you're like, like it's undeniable. People. These you people know, are regularly inside each that other. That is one of my favorite movies. I love that movie. Mr. and Mrs. Smith is phenomenal. It is a, it is a fantastic And it's movie. phenomenal because of that. The same yeah. reason A Star is Born is phenomenal, yeah. because there is clear 
Und- yeah. You could be Stevie Wonder locked in a cave. <laughs> and the only movie they the have only, is Mr. and Mrs. The only audio he can what perceive. an odd form of torture. Through, but it wouldn't be torture. Through a sandy wall is Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Okay. You, could, you could hear it. So what you're saying is Stevie Wonder's been captured by ISIS. Yes. He's in a cave. Well, the cave, the he cave, thinks he's in a cave. He thinks he's in a cave. The walls are thin, uh, and the terrorists in the next room are just watching Mr. and Mrs. Then again, Smith then again, on he, repeat. Then again, he thinks that if he walks into a Dunkin' Donuts. So. <laughs> okay. I mean, I would imagine the smell is different, but. <laughs> All right. On, on that note. <laughs> Sorry. You know, I heard a terrible a t- <laughs> Oh man. Uh a terrible joke or something like uh uh what it what he what is uh oh it's like uh what, what is what, it's just this long string of letters like <laughs> like what was that? Like it's the sound that Stevie Wonder makes when he answers the iron. Oh, we bag on him so much. I love Stevie Wonder. He's I love phenomenal. Stevie Wonder too. It's it comes from love. On that note, uh, the, the, it's time to wrap up. Yeah, rigmarole. Let's do yeah, it. Let's do it. Uh, so we are on iTunes. We are on YouTube. We are on PodParadise.com. <laughs> Sorry, yes. Uh, now I've got an image of Stevie Wonder putting a hot iron. Uh, Answering the iron. Is it she loves? Keeps on burning. <laughs> Uh, uh, we're we're on podparadise.com we are on uh, Google Play we are on Spotify we are on Twitter at R-A-Z-Z-L-D-A-Z-Z-L show and our website is therazzledazzleshow.com on that note feel free to play us out okay bye bye That synth, (laughs) that, that long synth outro. You're welcome. Thank you. Bye. Bye.